Welcome to Ginger and the Beef Podcast, the podcast where everything's made up and our opinions don't matter. I'm the Beef. I'm Ginger. And he's Ginger, and he's in a tin can today. Yeah, I'm via satellite. Via satellite. So I know people don't care, but I'm going to tell anyway. We recorded a you know a bunch of episodes a while ago. Last week, you heard about you know Isaac drinking on Halloween, and it's December 11th. So obviously, there was a little gap between our recording sessions. And in that time, oh, are you drinking over there? I just opened up myself a beer. Oh, nice. It spiked the volume levels, so that's great. But, I know uh, it's fresh. Oh, that's the best way. Um, no, I, 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 we obviously, you know, took a little gap. Things came up, and then all of a sudden, they changed the rules in Alberta regarding hanging out with friends, and we try to be rule followers. So this is, a, this is just a really long-winded way of saying we recorded safely before there was any restrictions, and now there's restrictions on us being in the same place at the same time. So we're doing this over a laptop, and I'm on headphones right now. Yeah, I got. I have the real mic. You have headphones. We'll try to get that fixed for next week. We honestly tried to do it other ways, and it even tonight, and it didn't work. So fucking technology cocksucking adapters don't work and shit yeah way to go amazon way to go they ship fast but you know doesn't help you anyway but uh anyway here we go episode number four um let's refresh so where did we end up last week i remember we talked about uh you know us coming into each other's lives and uh essentially getting married to each other emotionally not legally yeah, yeah. And and then you you mentioned as well that you went to the new Brighton C train station. Now, I I did I did realize the error of my ways there. It's not the new Brighton. There's no such thing as a new Brighton C train station. It's actually the was, Somerset Bridlewood C train station. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I do remember that bus ride though. Um Dean and I one weekend we took it to the C train. We weren't going downtown. I think we were going to Chinook Mall, but still from Copperfield getting on the bus it took like 20 minutes to get to the c train and then you had to ride the c train so i can't imagine doing that twice a day to commute downtown that must have been brutal it's what made me really happy to get the red rocket yeah and then all you had to do is pay for parking but besides that i was and happy impound fees. i was ha- <laughs> <laughs> i you know funny i never paid the impound fee back oh no my uncle paid for that yeah, he paid for it because he was the owner, so he had to go get the car. But I actually didn't realize there was like I didn't. I was too naive to know that there was like more fees behind the ticket. So he never told me. I w- otherwise, I would have tried to pay him for it. But I think he held on to that. Dean said he was like pissed at me about not fucking saying thank you or something. I don't know. Did Did he ever say anything though? No, no, he didn't. No. Okay, so that's to me that's on him it, personally, or or that's how I feel. If if there's something wrong and if there's an issue and you're mad about it, you need to say something. Yeah. Otherwise, how, how's the other person going to know? How are they going to read your mind? It's called telekinesis, Kyle. <laughs> Does anyone get that joke except me? Tenacious that D. Telekinesis, telekinesis no, that's not even from Pick a Destiny. That's from the, the tribute song before Pick a Destiny. No. Which, Whatever. That was close. 
literally pick uh, they wrote that tribute song and then they made a whole movie out of it literally literally oh. li- literally okay yeah do you say literally or literally anyway i try to refrain from saying either <laughs> either um yeah so so last week we we talked about a few things there was one fact check item i don't know if you remember this but you said uh you know, there's people that commute to Vancouver from Victoria. Mm-hmm. We'll just get this out of the way. So you said there's an annual pass. I looked it up. There is not an annual pass, but there's an experience card, which just gives you like some discounts. So, so I guess it's basically the same thing. So I was right. Yeah. There's another fact check that you're right. I didn't disagree. I just said I didn't know. Yeah. So you're basically we'll, a pro at that. We'll just add it to the list. All right. That's two for you. So last time we talked a little bit about, well, actually I shouldn't just say last time, the last like three episodes, all three of the ones that you've heard, uh, you've you've probably heard Isaac mention patina. He says the word patina. And it's like, what the fuck is a patina? So we kind of explained it last time, right? That that was the house, 42 Patina View Southwest that uh, in Calgary that I moved into that you already lived at. And that's when we became roommates. Yep. Patina is also a thin layer that variously forms on the surface of copper, brass, wow. or bronze, and similar metals. Okay. <laughs> that's a bit of shinfo. I got, I'm just like quick on the trigger here. I'm on a laptop, bro. I got Google with the hot tips. So did you actually, did you look that up right now or did you have that prepared? No, I just Googled patina. I don't think that far ahead. Is it, uh, does it have the etymology? Does it say where the origin of the word comes from? Let me just uh, deep dive here. It's, I'm assuming it's like Scottish or, or English descent, but who knows? Anyway, it's where we lived and it was a great house. Yeah. There's a townhouse, a row townhouse, uh, shared two walls. We were up by the CTV tower, CTV station. Anyone in Calgary knows where that is. It's when you're uh, the Coach Hill, like when you're driving on 16th Avenue or Sarcy Trail in the south, um, you can see it. It's up on the hill. There's a big tower on top of a hill, and that's the CTV tower. And uh, that's that's where I had the first my first kiss with my wife up on that tower there. <laughs> it's a which, good view. Hey, which wife? <laughs> <laughs> my current wife. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for that. Appreciate nice. But you lived in that house when I got divorced too. Yeah. You lived in, I lived in that house when we lived in that house. Did you live there yet? When I broke, when we broke up, I broke up with Megan. Yes. Oh, I was definitely there. I remember, um, remember her brother carrying her stuff down the stairs. Oh yeah. Right. And I sat on the couch and watched and didn't help and just kind of bit my tongue and yeah. You're just you like doing like the, hey, yeah, okay, see you later. Yeah, okay, bye now. I'm not, uh, I'm not part of this. Nothing that kind of that that fan that fueled the fire of Patina for like a good four or five months of just party raging. Yeah, raging. Well, so yeah, so we we talked about Patina. We you talked a big game, so we got to live up to it at least a little bit. It was um, like a it was like a swollen game. A swollen game. <laughs> Can you explain that? Uh, engorged game. So it's like a boner. Yeah. Well, that house was basically 
that's what it was. It, it was, was also it was also nicknamed the frat house. Yeah, and and we weren't like, but I, honestly, I think the frat house is a bad nickname for one aspect because we weren't complete dicks, and uh, we were reasonable humans, and we we went to work, we paid our bills, you know, we were good good people that way. We didn't we didn't you know have what's it called rush. We didn't or, have, we didn't or have, hazing or hazing. Well. No, we didn't have hazing. No, well, I think we didn't that, have hazing, but you you did treat some of your roommates uh, who who happened to be your little brother's friends first. Yeah. You did kind of treat them like little brothers. They were your little brothers. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of hazing. Nothing wrong with that. No, I think the the frat house nickname came mostly from the inside attire, the inside uh um furnishing of oh. the house. Being that we had so the the living room it was one of those townhouses where you if you walk in the front door and there's a, a single car garage on the main floor and then right next to that is the main door. You come in the main door, there's like a little landing area or a little uh, entryway area and then you go up the stairs to the main floor, which is really the second floor, but it's kind of like the walkout if it were the back. And <clears throat> Yeah, it's a, it's a three-story walkout. Yeah, and then uh, the main floor, you got your living room and there's kind of like a dining what, it's all one room, but it could be like a dining room because there's a light there that would, you know, hint towards there needing to be a table underneath of it, which we didn't, we disregarded. We just had couches. So we just had couches running along the whole outside area of that entire room. And then Dude, we had a TV on the fireplace. And a I want to say there was at least a combination of love seats and couches. There was at least six of them. I think there was six. And I just at remember least. I had the ability to, I could just take, I could pick whatever two couches suited my needs and I would take them and I would face them towards each other and push them together. And I called it a mega couch and yeah. I would, I would cuddle with people on the mega couch. The, the amount of times I walked into the house and you were cuddling on the mega couch, even by yourself, just taking up the whole <laughs> living room was hilarious. It, it happened all the time. Um, so something I got to tell the people and, and I know your wife, would agree with it. Well, maybe not. Maybe you, you, you got over this eventually, but when we lived together, you were a very heavy sleeper and, <laughs> and a very, um, I don't even know what you were an asshole sleeper. Yeah. So, like I had a hard time being woken up by people. Yeah. You, well, and I tried to, I was trying to be the nice guy, you know, it was 11 o'clock. We had to work in the morning. You fell asleep watching a show. I'm like, Hey, I'll just wake him up. Let him know. Hey, you should go sleep in your bed. Nope. Nope. Trying to wake you up. I got hit many times. Yeah. Um, I got sworn at, you called me a fucker all the time or fuck off or get out of here. You asshole. And I don't remember Whatever. any of it. No. And then at some point I can't remember like a couple months in of me trying to do that and me saying, no, I'm not going to do this anymore. You said, no, no, I really, I need you to do it for me. Um, can you like, it's fine. Just like, you know, wake me up. You're good. Just wake me up. I, I need to get up. I need to sleep in my own bed. So I'm like, well, what if I spray you with water or something? You're like, yeah, 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 that's good. That's cool. Why not? <laughs> Little did I know that it wasn't cool. It's and a bad when idea. I did, <laughs> it was like, we, we have this other friend, uh, Travis, who who has a, uh, uh, I think it's a mole on his arm or a little a little nick on his arm. That's his punch it's button. Scar, but it's a punch button. He says, press it. It's my punch button. Yeah. And you press it and he punches you. Yeah. He flat out tells you that beforehand. So it is what it is, but that's what happened with me. I, I 
sprayed water on you and you punched me. <laughs> <laughs> just like, thanks, bud. So no, so that was that was part of the fun was was getting you waking you up. Um, I think. Speaking of waking me up, I think the funniest one that I remember, like, like, like to, in my defense, like, I don't remember my actions, like, immediately upon me waking up. I don't remember what I, like, it doesn't, like, register right away. It kind of takes me a second to come to, or at least it did back then. The funniest one that I can remember, um, uh, I was dating a girl, and she came over. And this is when, remember when Andy lived at the house and he had that little dog? I I remember it was Dora, right? Yeah. Like a little rat dog. Yeah, it literally weighed like two pounds. So I didn't live there at the time, but I, I remember visiting and seeing that dog there. Yeah, so I'm, I'm laying on the couch. I'm sleeping on the couch. And I guess she, like she was coming over to hang out. I probably knew that she was coming over. But anyways, she comes over and she didn't know about me being woken up. So she just like comes, she comes in, she comes upstairs and she picks up Andy's dog and she sees me sleeping. So she comes over and she thinks it's funny and cute. And she's like, Oh, (laughs) apparently she's like, Oh, I'm just going to put this little dog on his chest. It'll be a magical experience. Well, I wake up to myself swatting this fucking dog across the room and she just goes flying. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I wake and cause I just thought I was being attacked by a squirrel. And yeah, just yelped and like ran upstairs and, the girl was just like mortified and well, uh, she learned not to, not to put little tiny dogs on my chest when I'm asleep. On well, and, and it's not like you're, you're a dog lover mm-hmm. and, and let's, let's put a preface out here. I'm pretty sure Dora was fine. Oh, she was great. She was fine. Yeah. She bounced yeah. back. I mean, she might literally bounce, but I think she bounced back. She's good. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah. But you're a dog lover. You got, you got a couple of big old dogs there. Yeah. One, I apparently one threw up in my bed this morning. Oh, so that's no fun. I have a cat. I have two cats. Uh, one of whom is in heat right now. So she's like a year old. We haven't got her fixed because our 10 year old boy cats, he's snipped. So it doesn't really matter or we didn't think it would, but she's in heat right now. And she's so fucking annoying. Just constantly meowing and rubbing up against stuff. Today we caught the big cat having attempting to, have sex with her repeatedly and obviously he doesn't have the equipment to do so well he's he's got the equipment but oh oh, yeah he doesn't have the seed he doesn't but they can't when they're when they're snipped they're also sterile like they 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 don't get whatever cat boners or whatever they get (laughs) (laughs) can we name this episode cat boner no it's it's gonna be called i'm I'm putting my foot down it's called 42 patina view southwest Uh, rats Close Rats. second. Darn, darn cat boners. Yeah. Maybe that'll be our code word today. Cat boners. Okay, sounds good. Perfect. Um anyway, sorry, that was a total sidetrack. Very much so. My cat, but um yeah, the other thing I remember was uh, we're both we both we've mentioned in a past episode, we both play drums. Um so when I moved in, I do remember setting up the drum sets face to face like kick drum to kick drum so we're looking at each other in the living room thinking this is a great idea we have a house now we can play drums in it while we live between two other people it lasted a day no no i think it lasted i think it lasted like a few days no 100 percent. it didn't last a few days it lasted a day we we set them up and we played and then the and like i mean a 24-hour period so we set them up we played the night we had a sleep we wake up 
I'm pretty sure we must have played more that afternoon once we thought people were at work. And then we had a note left on our door that day uh, from the neighbor saying, I work from home and please don't do that. <laughs> All I can hear is the bass drum. <laughs> yeah. Coming through the wall. So, but okay. She was so nice. She actually came over and invited us in and she offered us a glass of wine and we sat in her living room and she just like, this is where I work. And you see, this is the wall right here. And I'm assuming your instruments are right there, which yeah. they were yeah. literally her living room, one wall, and then our living room. And uh, yeah, I just, I'm like, okay, she's very nice about it. We're, we're, we're genuinely, or we try to be nice people. Kind we would of, we would people. we would warn like our neighbors of like if we were having a birthday party or like a whatever party we would ne- let our neighbors know hey we're having some people over if it gets too loud just feel free like we honestly just come by and knock on the door let us know if we're too loud we'll turn things down and she actually did come by the one night I think it might have been a birthday and she came over and just said hey you guys are fucking loud can you turn it down a little bit and we we're like sure so we never got one noise complaint the whole time we lived there I lived there for five and a half years I think. Which is crazy because we'd have, I remember at least, I was going to say at least all of them, but no, it was definitely all of them, even in the middle of winter to summertime, because there was a lot of people who'd smoke and you couldn't smoke inside. So they'd go to the back, which the back alley isn't an alley at all. It's across the street from a bunch of other townhouses. So it's like, there's people living right there and not one person complained and we would be outside and we'd you know, it'd be midnight or one in the morning or whatever the case is. And still no one ever complained. It's crazy. Yeah. Think about it now. Like I would have hated to be my neighbor. Oh, absolutely. Horrible. I'm that guy. I sit in my house. I I live across the street from a playground and in a small town. So sometimes, you know, I hear kids at the park across the street late at night at the dark. I know they're drinking. You can hear the bottles clinking together. And I'm like, God damn kids get the fuck home. But, uh, so grump. I, well, I, I've never actually like called anyone or anything. I just, I say it to myself, so I, you're right. I would absolutely have hated to live next to me when we were, you know, 24, 25. Yeah. Would have been bummed out for sure. Yeah. Well, we had some, we had quite a few parties. Do you remember uh, before we get to a party, I was reminded of this today. I mentioned it to, uh, biz about, uh, Biz is Aaron. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron our, our buddy from Kitimat. And I also mentioned uh, to Taylor about talking about this tonight. And he was, uh, he said one of his favorite memories was we, you know, what a blue angel is, right? When you fart and light it on fire? Yeah. So yeah. it's a real thing and they will light on fire. So, yes, uh, everyone try this. Taylor was like super <laughs> gassy one night and. We had, like, I had a bunch of my PPE, like, ear, like, hearing protection, safety glasses and whatever. And Aaron, like, got all dressed up in PPE and was lighting Taylor's farts on fire because Taylor was super gassy and it was just, like, the house stunk of burnt fart. Oh, that'd be so bad. Yeah, it was terrible. So, our house, speaking of farts, like... It didn't actually smell that bad. Like when you walked into the house, it just smelled like we we vacuumed every week. We cleaned the bathrooms. We had a pretty good cleaning schedule. Um, it was a lot better when you had a, a girlfriend who lived there because she kind of did it all for us. Um, yeah. But but 
either way, we were pretty good at keeping it relatively clean. But sometimes just, you know, after drinking or, or after Sev nachos just fucking reeked. <laughs> it's brutal. Uh, there's, there's, I'm sorry, everyone, but I got to tell it. So there's one time I'm sitting in the living room just watching a show on the couch, having a good old time, you know, Saturday. It's probably a Saturday midday, have nothing going on. I just hear Ike to say, hey, 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 hey. And he's in he's in the bathroom on the main level, which is <laughs> two rooms away. And uh, all of a sudden, I just hear a fucking explosion, like a <laughs> I don't even know what what it was. Well, I do know it was him shitting. <laughs> it was the loudest explosive shit. One go, and and that was it. And then he just laughed in the background. And and then years later, he played me that sound on his phone. <laughs> he <laughs> saved it. He made a video of it. <laughs> it was awesome. I do that from time to time. From time to time, I'll record a good fart. And then I just you still do that with your wife. <laughs> no. Why not? Um, Chicks I, dig that. Yeah, totally. That's how I got married. You know, I. Once in a while, I'll just record a fart and then I'll send it via Snapchat to a couple buddies. And I don't know, man. I, I'm 32 and farts are still just as funny today as they were when I was fucking 10. So, isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's that's the like that's it. Like dick jokes, fart jokes are still funny. I, I don't. I'm I'm kind of shocked at it because my kid's five, and he. He doesn't listen to dick jokes, or but fart jokes. He loves farting, and he loves burping, and he thinks they're hilarious when you fart and burp. I don't get it. I don't, and I think it's funny. And I remember like my grandpa laughing at fart jokes. So, I just it it is. You're right. It's just ingrained. It's just it's just a guy thing. There's probably some girls who think it's hilarious, but maybe between them, they would never admit it to me. Yeah. So yeah. I wanted to give like a little background because I feel like we're these we're like for people that don't really know the details, we're just like floating heads and we're talking about patina. So when I, the majority of the time, I don't know the entire time that I worked at, or I lived at patina, I was working, um, work for the city of Calgary parks department, cutting grass. I was a, a grass cutter and you were working for enterprise rent a car as a assistant manager slash manager uh, in later on years. And yeah, eventually. So in the wintertime, I would get laid off from the parks department. Best job I ever had. They'd lay me off, and then I'd go work for Enterprise, and I would clean cars. And it was just the most mindless, relaxing work ever. And I had tons of perks working for Enterprise, not to mention you being a manager and being my best friend. Um, so you would have like a you know new rental car in the driveway almost every day and we could cruise and you know go to end of months with uh with uh with all those fun people yeah with all those guys and those were good days man absolutely i thought it was i thought it was a great time and and that's we had yeah, I don't. Maybe maybe it's all in our heads. Maybe it's just us who think it's cool, but um, it doesn't matter. I'm still going to talk about it. I still enjoy it. I remember how often, how many times do you think we got kegs? Mm. Like three or four, which I isn't that much. But to me, that was 
an unheard of. I didn't think I only saw kegs in movies. I, I never thought that that was my life because I did. We didn't go to well. We went to college. We went to Bible college. It's not <laughs> that doesn't really count um, in terms of uh, you know partying in college. But I was so stoked. Like fuck yeah, I have a kegger at my house and people are showing up. This is awesome. Yeah, I think we had. Uh... <clears throat> I think we had three or four, yeah, for sure. And you know what's funny? Like keg stands, right? Everybody thinks keg stands. I, okay, I no, I, I have never ever. I've I've seen them, and yes, I thought about them. I've never tried one. No one ever tried lifting me up. Well, you're the beast. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but honestly, like even like I never, I never got it. Like it was just an unenjoyable experience for me. I did like one or two. That was it. Nate and Jordan, on the other hand, maybe not so much Jordan, but Nate, that guy would, and Spielman, those guys would go up on cake stands as much as possible. Yeah. Well, there was a, I don't know what the fun is about it. I personally, I don't even know what the purpose of a cake stand is. Well, apparently is it like the, get blood, you drunker the blood rushes the blood in to your head? head. So I don't know. It's supposed to give you like a, a, a head rush and get you drunker faster. I don't know. For me, it's just we shotgun a beer. That, that'll do the trick. Oh, and you're good at shotgunning. Remember that time we went to Paradise Tattoo and 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 we shotgun beers outside before we went in and and I yeah. died. Yeah. Do, we, do we do we like do we talk about that? About me dying? No. Well, just about like like the history of some of my our our tattoos. Like, don't you have what are the tattoos you have across your feet, Daryl? Oh fuck. <laughs> you can't even you can't even, you can't really even read. read one of them um it says forever lurking so one foot says forever the other says lurking but the best part is when people read them they're like forever larping larping you're a big larper <laughs> i'm a huge i'm huge into live action role play if you haven't yeah if you haven't uh read up much on on larping just watch there's a documentary about it it's called role models that's <laughs> that's a movie that's a documentary. It's basically no. I was gonna say if you haven't seen it, if if you don't know what we're talking about, it's in role models they call it layer, but it's the same thing, you know, being knights and whatever kings and knights and having battle in a field in real life wearing costumes. Pretty I'm pretty dope. sure. I'm pretty sure everybody knows what LARPing is, Daryl. I beg to differ. Okay. I, I don't know. I we'll can do a, we'll do a poll. My wife. We'll throw we'll a poll up on the on the Instagram. We'll throw a poll up. Good. You can do that. Yeah. How do you do that? Um, because oh, in in the story part. Yeah, it's easy. Jeez, you're a genius. That's why I run. That's why I run the Instagram. Yeah, I'm not good at it. Well, <laughs> whatever. I've never been good at it. I'm good at creeping. That's about it. For it. Hence, <laughs> hence the forever lurking tattoo. Exactly. Well, I thought of it. I didn't think of it as like being super creepy. I thought it was like, oh, I just like people watching. I think it's hilarious. And then now it's, you know, I don't regret getting the tattoo, uh, but I totally regret getting it. Yeah, yeah. I got <laughs> At the same time. The funny yeah. thing is, like, there's tattoos that I have that, you know, if you just, if you don't know what they are, you just admiring the actual, like, craftsmanship of the tattoo. It's a great tattoo. However, like, the, the tattoo. You also have is, some that don't admire the craftsmanship oh i also yeah i definitely have some of those <laughs> but yeah no like like some of them like i have a mustache ride tattoo that it's a, it says giddy up giddy up and it looks great See, except that it's a woman's 
straddling a mustache. And she's said, not straddling it in a sexual way. She's riding it like a bull, a bronco. Yeah, like a yeah. fucking bronc. Exactly. Anyways, so I didn't think it was that bad. But what I was getting at was me. I can't shotgun beers. No, we um, know. Neither can Taylor. So it's so like that the, day, it's like the McAlpine curse. They can't shotgun beers because they end up throwing up the, the foam. See, I don't even it's throw foam. up the foam. Uh, what I did, what I did that one time, was swallow obviously too much air, or I sucked in as I was swallowing the first one, and it just like all of a sudden I just felt incredibly shitty, like like I had a, a knot of air in my stomach or, or esophagus just sitting there. It's just the air I, bubble, bro. You just got to burp, burp it up. Well, I, that's and it wouldn't burp up. That was the problem. That was in front of the house. I was I was right in front of Patina. I was on the front lawn, wasn't it? No, no, it was in the alley. I laid down in the back seat of a car at Paradise Tattoo. Was it? I thought it was. In, I thought you didn't. You do it again or try again <laughs> at Patina? Probably. Yeah, you, shot, <laughs> you shotgun or you you shotgunned off a sandal off your own sandal. You did a shoe off your own sandal. Yeah, I've done that before. Yeah. I've done that lots of times. So uh, another back to Patina. We so there was a Seven Eleven within walking distance, so we would get liquored up at at the house, and this is just like, imagine like the most man cave-ish place. There's just couches and a TV and movies and a beer fridge in the living room, which is literally, yeah, I think it was, it was like, from like half of the couches in the living room. It was actually further to walk over to the beer fridge than it was just to go around the corner to the kitchen fridge. Yeah, but the beer was in the beer fridge. Yeah, for sure. But anyways, we so we we get liquored up, and then we were there was a Seven Eleven that was within walking distance, and we'd go to Seven Eleven, and without fail, every time we'd go there, I'd be hammered, and I would go get um, seven nachos. Which, if anybody's ever had seven nachos before, they're always stale, and I would just douse them with that like toothpastey kind of cheese and jalapenos and onions, and it was just delicious but also horrific on the body i i remember those nachos for some reason i remember them being good i kind of i, I kind of want some right now but but that's that's the thing is you remember them being good and then you get them because i had them in Kelowna too and they were not as good <laughs> i don't know man i'm gonna try to i'm gonna have some nachos on this week and i'll, I'll let you know how how they held up do it. Yeah. It's like having, it's like watching Biodome. Biodome was so good when I was a kid and when I was a teenager, even when I was in my early twenties. And then I watched it like six months ago and it was not as good as I remember it being. I don't know, man, the farting scene where they're like picking out what each other had eaten that day. It's pretty classic. Yeah, that's pretty good. And he's got some good lines, but still, I'm just saying like those nachos are probably going to have a couple good bites. It's probably going to be decent yeah. until you get the shits two hours later. Might get some tonight from your beers maybe perfect yeah. there you go um the other thing that i remembered was we had when i moved in and i and you reminded me about this uh, a while ago but when i moved in you had a few like liquor bottles like like two empty two sixes of jagger or whatever sitting on the top of the on top of the cupboards in the kitchen mm -hmm. and so it was definitely like a you know a, a frat house type thing or, or a, a a guy a place a guy's cave or whatever and then Dude, we eventually filled that man out. cave yeah a guy's a guy's <laughs> cave you're just oh, the i think there's like a word for it because like the kitchen the kitchen cave. was perfect too because it was like a perfectly square island in the middle of the kitchen which made for a perfect place to play quarters 
So we would all stand around that island in the kitchen, which had plenty of room, and we would play quarters. And then and you off. had the perfect glass, like tumblers, like your little glasses. Yeah, they were awesome. And then right off, right off the kitchen, the back door was right off the kitchen, and the back door had a little deck, and that's where we'd go out for smokes. So I mean, right really, it was the perfect place to be when we were that age and that maturity level. Oh, it was it was absolutely incredible. Yeah, um, I, I definitely. I, I don't actually miss it, but I look back on it fondly, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go back and relive it because no. I like where I'm at now. But I feel like it's one of those things where you like you look you you look back on the memory of it and you think, Man, I had fun. I miss like experiencing that at that time. But now, like where we're at now, I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Well you don't I think we both agree we wouldn't give up being dads for anything no no right i wouldn't i would never go back even if i have a hard day if i'm having a hard week um you know whatever the case may be i would never trade it for anything i would never go back and get rid of the time i have right now so i i think you agree with that 100 um the other thing I, I i wrote down a couple or i didn't write them down but i just remembered a couple things specifically about there the other thing i remember was you had a birthday party I can't remember, like you were probably 25 or uh, 24 and, and we had, it was another, I think it was a keg night and there was a ton of people there. And then Nate and Aaron made you fucking a bacon weave in the oven, but covered it in like chocolate sauce and syrup. And it yeah. was essentially, it was like, it was candied bacon weave and it disappeared in a matter of seconds. Yeah. So they were, they were big into watching, uh, What's that? What was that YouTube show? Epic Meal Time. Epic Meal Time. So bacon weave is where you literally just like um, weave bacon together in a square, and then they put it in the oven and baked it. And then when it was done, they brought it out and like doused it in like chocolate sauce. And that was like my birthday cake for some reason. And they thought it was hilarious. And so when I got it, it was like, okay, cool, ha ha, happy birthday. And then they put it down on the island. And then it was literally just like hands, just like reaching in and ripping at this bacon. To everybody 20 people like just drinking for hours at that point. And I've never seen that much bacon disappear that quickly. It was fucking ridiculous. And, and I think it was like four or five pounds. No, Daryl. It wasn't that much. It was enough. Yeah, it was. On a they, bacon. they got it a bacon sheet. You can't fit four or five pounds of bacon in a bacon weave flat on a bacon sheet. It was like maybe a pound of bacon. Pound and so half. I was a little hyperbolic. I only do that every once in a while. Well, hyperbolic is not a little thing, so. <laughs> there we go. By definition. But, true. No, either way, it was hilarious to watch or to think back on that moment and to just visualize the arms just. Oh, yeah, it was something out of the movie. It was hilarious. Yeah. It was, it was like, it was like someone put a, you know, a hundred grand in cash there. Everyone was just <laughs> so fast. Just, I yeah. need a piece of that. You grab, you, uh, you get what you grab and everybody's just fisting fucking bacon. <laughs> Everyone. Yeah. There was a couple of vegans there just mowing cause it was so good. So I feel like we should give like a very brief, a very brief in a nutshell story of when I first moved in and through the mustache bash. Um, Do it. We, Moved in, I think like two or three months after I moved into to that house. We this is before had, I lived there. Yeah, it was a we. You came to the party, but we had a mustache bash, which was like a combined birthday of like a number of people that that we knew, including myself. And 
to make a long story short, um, some people that were coming to the house, they got into road rage. They ended up having people follow them to the house. And then a group of people from the party chased them away. Only half an hour later, more people showed up with like bats and crowbars and shit. Oh, and they like, party. yeah. And they were like trying to break into the house. And I had to go downstairs and like hold the door shut so they couldn't break into the house. And they like threw shit through the window and smashed the windshield of the truck. And it was just like, not only did they not only sorry not to sorry to interrupt, but not only did they throw shit through the window, like I was upstairs on the second floor above the driveway, and all of a sudden, like they weren't just smashing the main level, they threw a tire stop, like it looked like a like it had the claws on it, like a metal tire stop, and and they threw it through the upper window, and it just like smashed the big bay window at the front. It looked like to me at the time, because I didn't know anything, it looked like a bear trap. It was fucking terrifying. And you were like, holy fuck, a bear trap. Where's the bear? That's probably, that's probably what I said. Yeah. And then everyone else was like, no, 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 that's for tires. Yeah. But yeah, these guys came and it was just and then, fucking nuts. And then when the cop, they, so they all bailed because they couldn't get in the place. And then the cops showed up and the cops thought we were a gang. And that that was like some sort of gang retaliation. So they just like took our statements as like a formality, <laughs> just left. And we were on the hook for like a bunch of repairs in the house. So that was kind of like our cutting of the tape, I should say, for parties at Patina that set the tone. And it was, it wasn't a good start. No, it wasn't a good start, but it ended up being great. It did. Like, like over time, it ended up being just excellent. So, um, I did want to touch on like the last couple episodes. We kind of went through it, the history, right? Of, of the history of us, of how beautiful that and is. And we're almost done. This is the last history episode. Yeah, essentially. So we're going to, we're going to zip through a little bit here, but I just wanted to talk about Patina specifically uh, real quick. So I think we may have mentioned this last, last episode, but first your sister had the place. She was moving out. You took over her lease. So you moved in. Yeah. So I lived with your brother. I lived on the- I lived on the other side of Coach Hill and um, we all, the I had two other roommates and we decided to bounce on our lease there. So we left our lease a few months early at, at that place. And my sister was trying to leave early on her lease from 42 Patina View. So I was like, hey, I'll take over your lease and I'll move in. And I had roommates. And uh, so we took over her lease, the tail end of her lease. And um, yeah. And it was you um dan and cory no well dan, i think dan and cory moved in shortly after we moved, we moved oh, in yeah. there but i think the first roommates i had there were andy and justin so andy justin and your brother yeah right or did uh, jed not come right i away? think jed moved in like later because I, I i think it was me andy justin jed me andy justin jed cory and dan yeah it wasn't no, yeah, I, did. I don't know. Fuck, whatever. I don't know when there, in there. I don't remember. There were six of you either way. Yeah, six of us in a two and a half bedroom fucking townhouse. So really quick, I, I think maybe we need your brother. No, we don't need his permission. But last week on our Instagram, we posted a picture of him looking Klitzy. like Klitzy. Because yeah. he looked like Klitzy. But I found another picture of him with Andy and Justin and their, and another buddy, Connor, from high school looking yeah. so fucking emo. Oh, it was glorious. 
Maybe yeah, we'll they, uh, I don't know. <laughs> they were they were a band and they were in a band and they decided they wanted to play the part. So <laughs> yeah, it's good. It looks good. Oh, I, I get it. Trust me. Yeah. I, me and my friends were in bands and we looked the part too. It, I yeah. I it. don't think they painted their fingernails. So you're still a step ahead there, D. Yeah, but uh, whatever. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, so anyway, either way, you lived with those. There were six of you in the house. I think we mentioned it's a two bedroom, two and a half bedroom. One's just a den with a curtain. Yeah. Um, so there were six of you. That's cool. One, so, lived in, one lived in the garage. Yeah. But time went on. People moved out. When I moved in, it was you, Justin, and Jed. There was only three of you. Jed left and I moved in and it was like, it was like serendipity. It was, I, I mentioned it. It was, it was, it was the moment. It was, it was like God was shining down on us if he existed. Yeah. Sky captain. Uh, sky, the flying spaghetti monster was looking down on us in all his noodley glory. <laughs> um, just saying, Hey, this is meant to be. So I moved in, Jed moved out. It was perfect timing. Actually, I would say then, Jed moved out and you moved in, but whatever. Don't be a dick. Semantics. Uh, so we lived there and Justin lived with us. I moved in in February. Justin lived with us until the next fall. Um, yeah. So he lived there until the next fall. And then we needed another roommate. We tried to get Aaron in. Aaron was like, oh, I'm not ready to move into there yet. So we're like, okay, okay. Where can we find someone? And then there was a guy who was trying to be a tattoo artist at, at, uh, <laughs> at, at a shop in Calgary. Uh, and he was like, "Hey, I need a place to stay." And we're like, "Dope! This guy's sweet. So let's let's have him move in." Uh, his name was Ben. I won't say his last name. He lives in Ontario now. Whatever. Hopefully, he's doing all right. Um, Dude, yeah, you're like you're like a roller coaster of chirping. Like you're like basically kind of like ragging on the guy, and then you're like, "Whatever. Hope he's doing okay." <laughs> I didn't rag on him. I said he was trying to be a tattoo artist. We he'd be sweet. So let's have him move in. Yeah. Um, wasn't a great decision. Uh, he didn't steal anything. Uh, he didn't, you know, he, he, I believe I didn't take the rent. I'm we, assuming he paid his rent on time. Daryl, we went to Cancun and he was the, so when we went to Cancun for Dusty's wedding, he was the roommate that stayed behind and he was supposed to watch the place. We gave, I yeah. literally gave him, and this goes to show like where I was at in my life at that time, but I gave him two fucking rules. I said, don't smoke cigarettes in the house. And when you watch DVD, put it away when you're done with it. Those were my two rules. Amazing. I know. Because when, when we lived there, me and you put all our DVDs in the living room on racks. Well, and we have nice, we have nice collections of DVDs. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we come back and Aaron had come over to check on the place because we didn't trust him. And he didn't put our DVDs away and he smoked cigarettes in the house. Yeah. So fuck that guy. No, exactly. And he got kicked out. He did. Um, he also did other things like go to the strip club every night and we'd be waking up getting ready for work and he'd be still partying in the kitchen at 5 a.m. from the night before. It was just... Yeah, like I woke up I woke up to go to work one day. I think I'd fall asleep, fall asleep on the couch and then I wake up at, I don't know, 4 or 5 a.m. and he's in the kitchen doing blow with like two hookers. And I was like... Or not hookers, sorry, strippers. Strippers, totally different. He's doing blow in the kitchen with two strippers. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And then I had yeah, to go get ready for work. And it's just like, this is not how I want to spend my mornings. So the guy's got to go. He's got to go. Yeah. So 
he left. And then I think like right after Christmas or January is when Aaron moved in. And that was essentially the glory days. It was, uh, it was us and Aaron for a year and a half before I left. Something like that. Um, Megan came in for a little while, um, then left for a little while. And then when, then she came back again, that's, we don't need to get into that, but, but that <laughs> she, she left for, she lived there for a while. Nice left, left for we were dating and then we broke up and then we got back together and then she moved in and that was that. Yeah. And then I moved out and then Aaron moved out and that was the end. Yeah. And then, uh, and now we're here today. There, it's not like there was, you know, 15 years in between. What, is what? it 15? No. No, it's like 10. Yeah. I've only been in I moved, I moved to Kelowna in 2012. That's not 15 years ago. No, that's like eight. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Good math. Excellent math. I mean, I'm not a mathematician, but. No, and then then that takes us essentially to now. Like, I moved, well, I know there's a big, it's eight years, but I moved to Kelowna with my now wife. We got married, had a kid. You dated a few other people, and then you found the one, and you and Amanda got married, and then you had a kid. Uh, I moved back from Kelowna before you had your kid and then was here to be, I was here to rear your child uh, with you. (laughs) Uh, uh, But, but yeah, it's, I moved back to, to hang out with you guys and, and watching your kid grow up and my kid grow up and this fucking COVID shit's getting irritating. Well, yeah, you're going to listen to me sound like I'm in a fucking hallway because it's all right. So it, it's all right. We'll 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 get her fixed in the next couple of weeks for our next episodes. But right. I'm gonna buy um, myself something yeah. sweet. Yeah, exactly. Get yourself something super sick for all the fans. Um, make yeah, sure I got tons of fans. Make sure I got good audio for all the fans. Well, that's it. Well, we we just we got to make sure we put content out for the fans. Yeah. Um. So one thing we're gonna do, um, is, you know, we're kind of done with our history. It brings us to today. Um, so we're going to, we have other things we're going to talk about. Uh, we're also going to try a different kind of episode. So stay tuned because next week we're going to try something new. Uh, we hope you guys like it. Uh, we'll probably ask for some feedback uh, on the Instagram. So if you're on there, please fill in the, the poll or whatever we do. And uh, yeah, yeah, we're excited to see yeah, where this goes. Yeah, please fill in our poll. F- fill in our poll. <laughs> <laughs> Are you making that sexual? Because I wasn't. No, not at all. I was being dead. I don't know I how that's serious. I, don't, I didn't. I didn't connect the dots there. Um, Me neither. So, yeah. Do you have any last words for the folks? I had one, and I totally fucking forgot it. So totally forgot it. So, do you remember the code word for today? Cat dick. Cat, cat boners. Boner. <laughs> cat boners. Yeah. So, so, do you know where code words came from? Did I ever tell you this? Uh, so there's a game called Code Words. Well, yeah, probably no. So. My wife is the fucking absolute worst at calling people back or listening to her voicemail messages. So I will leave voicemails when she doesn't answer her phone. And then at the end of whatever I was saying, I say, and the code word was, and I'll look at whatever, yellow roof, or the code word was pink wall or whatever. Six months later, I'll get a text message from her with like five of the code words. That's it. Like, that's how good she is at checking her messages. So that's, I don't know. That's where it came from. Nice. So I'm just putting her on blast. Good job, dude. That's how it is. Anyway, that's it for oh, this hey, week. We have, uh, I just want to thank everybody who has been listening. We've hit, I think, 120 downloads in three episodes. So you guys are 
fucking sweet and uh we'll try to keep on putting stuff out we hope you keep enjoying it no we will we'll absolutely keep putting stuff out yeah we're not going to stop now no why not why not why not so anyway we'll see you guys next week okay thanks for sticking around and uh have fun cheers cheers